Oh, hello, darling, and welcome back to The Happy Place. Just one of the award-winning adjacent arms of content that I create just for you. Just a small note of guidance about the episode ahead. This episode contains mention of death and loss, so if this is a triggering subject for you, you may prefer to skip this episode and come back to me next week, my darling. There's no judgment here. Before we jump into this week's episode, perhaps you may have been struggling with sleep and your routines are out of sync. I suffer deeply from insomnia, so I understand this struggle. So one of the things that I have done over the last few years that have made a slight difference to me is reducing my intake of caffeine or even ditching it altogether. It may allow you to bring your patterns into line and resume a healthy relationship with sleep. And who knows, by next week's episode, you may feel so much better. Today I want to look at grief. And to begin, we must look at a definition. Grief is a very great sadness, especially at the death of someone. Now, this is a very clear definition. And thanks to the online Cambridge Dictionary, I have a very clear place to start this episode. When we think of grief, we immediately think of losing someone, whether that is a relative or close friend. We give ourselves so much time, and rightfully so, to come to terms with the loss of someone. Yet this is only one aspect of what it means to grieve. We don't only grieve for the loss of people, but for other losses in our life. Now I can hear skeptics saying nothing is bad as physical loss of a friend or relative. No, perhaps not. But this isn't a pissing contest of pain. This is trying to stay alive and not be a person beholden to trauma or misery. The modus operandi of this podcast is to use my own personal experiences to enlighten your understanding of subjects surrounding mental health. I know my presence is that of a teacher and a positive force that you interact with online, but I also have my own ups and downs. From May to September, I was involved in the build-up to a project. I can't say more than that, for personal and for legal reasons. It would have culminated in something amazing. But I missed out, right at the final step. Now the blow of getting so far and then losing out left me numb for weeks. And right up to today, it still hurts to think about. This is grief. And I'm still coming to terms with the fact that this opportunity is not part of my future. I have good days, like today when I sat down and wrote this episode. But I also have bad days where I can't get out of bed and I cling to my existence with just the tips of my fingers. So it's clear to see that grief isn't just loss by a death. Friendships are one of the things that bring love and support into our lives. And they're important because unlike family, these are the people that we choose to align our love and our energy with. It's important to understand that this is a relationship based on mutual benefit. And so when this stops, it needs to be addressed. Sometimes this can't be fixed, and thus people drift apart, and that 
is a mutual ending to a friendship which both parties understand and feel somewhat comfortable with. However, sometimes a party can exit the relationship. When people decide to take themselves out of that relationship with no warning or discussion about this that will happen, it can hurt. From personal experience, when someone drops you with no explanation, it can sting, it can sear, and it can hurt forever. Without closure, this pain can follow you for years. Without giving this the time to be grieved, it can cause emotional turmoil that darkens the corners of all life. It becomes a chip on your shoulder that only you can remove. Thus it is clear that the term grief has to be applied to more than its traditional meaning. Loss is more than just a clear, singular concept. It can exist in so many aspects of all our lives. If we give ourselves the time to grieve for the loss of a loved one, I think we also need to give ourselves the time to grieve for other losses. It's not the size of the loss that counts, and it's not important if this is a physical or intangible loss. We all have to see loss as something that needs to be adjusted to, and that's all loss. We're not robots, and loss always equals pain. However, if we never allow ourselves the time to come to terms with loss, it will eat away at us. It will be something that comes to haunt us. And this is far more damaging than taking time away from work, social situations, or even paying for therapy. So how do we do this? How do we meter out the time we need to grieve? Well, it's important to remember that grief stays with us, but the pain is not eternal. Grief is also in memories that are happy and sad. We remember what we had or could have been, but we see it with the reflection of evolution. We have moved on with our lives and the pain is part of what makes us who we are now. It takes effort and time to overcome loss. And on the dark days, I would urge you to revisit the first episode of this series and allow the power of personal space to help you go through the motions of life. That is, just doing the bare minimum to get you through that day and to make a darker day a little bit more light. On better, lighter days, take note of all the things that make you smile and the positive things that are making life great right now. Because on darker days, you can look towards these days and say, wow, that was great, or I felt amazing for the first time in a while. And it will make you feel like life is still moving in a positive way. Slowly, over time, the loss that felt so great and weighed us down has become as small as a pebble that we can now put in our pocket. We feel that loss every time we go into that pocket, but it serves as a reminder of how far we have come, and it does not plunge us back into an emotional spiral anymore. It may seem like an immense amount of pressure to allow ourselves to adjust to our suffering, but not too much that it scars us. This is work we all have to undertake. And it's important to remember, it's slightly cliched as well, but that diamonds are formed under pressure. And just like our grief and our loss, we too will come out the other side and shine like the diamonds that we are.
this is not a linear process. This is not something that will feel perfect every single day. But with continued work and practice and understanding, you can control your grief. You can control how you feel about that loss. And you can get to grips with your own grief of aspects of your life that are still important to you, that you still remember, and that you will hold with you for the rest of your life because they make up who you are. Our losses are just as important as our biggest successes. and We have to understand the power they have in moving forwards with our life, which is the goal of the happy place. I felt like this episode was very, very powerful and might take some time to digest. So once you've listened, perhaps ruminate on the themes discussed and maybe revisit this episode in a couple of weeks to see how you feel now. Thank you as always for joining me today, my darlings. I love you lots, like Jenny Tots. I will be back next week. But until then, I hope you find your happy place. Uh, bye-bye.